0: Good morning, brothers and sisters in the Lord. Good morning. Welcome to Golden City Alliance Fellowship. Shall we give a round of applause to our Lord for our praise and worship team who has uh, led us in worshiping the Lord through singing those wonderful songs of praise. So let me begin this morning by, of course, reading God's Word, and after which, um, uh, we will be praying as we will be uh, thinking more of it and um, uh, studying his word this very morning, so if you have your Bibles with you, uh, please open it to Ephesians chapter one. We are now on our series as we will be talking about the whole book of Ephesians. so I would uh, ask you if you have your Bibles to open it with me if whether it 's in your cell phone or it 's a physical Bible, please open it if you have not yet brought your Bible you can bring it next week uh, so that we can all read together, not looking up, but looking down at this time. Okay lang? Okay lang. Okay, so let me uh, begin by reading verses 1 to 3, which will be the focus of our um, study this morning and the preaching of God's Word this morning. Ephesians chapter 1, verses 1 to 3. Paul, an apostle of Christ, Jesus, by the will of God, to the saints who are at Ephesus and who are faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 3 Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. In Christ. The Lord bless the reading of his words. Let us bow down our heads and let us come to the Lord in prayer. Father, we praise you and we thank you for this opportunity that we can come to you as a church, as a local church, to worship you in spirit and in truth. And part of your truth, O Lord, is in your word. This is your truth. I pray, O Lord, that as we will study it this morning, your Holy Spirit will give us the wisdom that we may understand and live it out and know more of your will and purposes through the Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in his name we are praying. Amen. Shall we Siguro, um, make this place a little warmer by saying hello and good morning to our neighbors? Is it Okay. Say good morning to everyone around us. Praise and thank God. Um, pwede niyo tanawon kung ang iyahang hang nawong move on na ba sa election? Basig gamugut pa. But anyway, um, the election is actually not yet over, my friends. Um, that's what Wood Comelec will say because only 90 percent palang of the result or the ballots have been returned. There, were, there are a few coming from uh, abroad, overseas, na wala pagyud na count, so it's around 90%. I don't know exactly karun at this moment unsa ang result, but so it's technically not yet. No? But uh, knowing the result or the things that we have seen in the news, many of us, or around 30 million plus people in the Philippines, are probably happy no? during this time. Because the ilang manok matod around 40 million plus or 15 million plus are either in the range of disappointed, sad. Then there are also who are frustrated and even angry uh, because of the result, or they can't accept the result. But as I was um, lining up in my precinct. Did to sa Gusa elementary school um, where we spent three hours lining up, and some of you have experienced worse, no, um, more than three hours. Uh, I heard of like a whisper, which is not actually a whisper, kay nadunggan at um, my back. The question was like this: Pila mai imong nadawat, or Pilamay gikamang sa imuha. And the person said, he responded ano, very kanang sad. He said, na na listabia ko. Pero wa man kadawat. You know, I, I was looking at it. Siguro, the goal of those people no? um, during election is to be on the list of as many or if possible all the lists that that are around no um so if there are four political parties that are you know vying for a position, so there would be probably four lists there would be more, so the goal of people such as those are to be on every list, okay cadalista but I know of certain places that it went even up to five thousand to six thousand pesos per, per list no? according to uh, you know, what's going on around, and probably those are true. So I would say that there are many people who does not care do not care at all, as long as they receive. Uh, the what they have expected because they are on the list. So I um, texted my mother um, after the election or the day after, and then I asked this question: "Kumustaman ang ato ang gamay parmasya diha?" Okay, for the past two years, we she told me that she really felt the you know the economic uh, devastation that happened to the people because they would rather buy what is essential, especially in the area of food, kaysa their maintenance. So they would rather you know, skip the maintenance so that they can have food and it had an effect on our uh, small pharmacy. But last week, since today is Sunday, last week it was a very different uh, situation because everybody is buying their uh, maintenance kay kumplito man ang ilahang cash. Bibo ang parmasya sa ako ang inahan Of course, the food area are also probably Bibo food Daghang <laughs> Litson o Manokman o Baboy and all But uh, that is what is going on no? What is happening uh, during this moment But let me make a point um, Let me connect it first with um, the studies of neurologists Ang um, ato message for this morning. I titled it "Completely Blessed." Uh, we are looking into Ephesians verse one, verses one to three. But a new neurologist says nga there is an area in our brain called the prefrontal context where um, they unanimously agree that it, it it will fully develop, fully develop at the age of twenty five above, twenty five above, and it brings. Uh, complex bi- behavioral functions to us men, including we will have more focus and more attention. And probably some of you have more focus and attention although you are saying that but because of probably the prefrontal context, you are able to have more focus and attention. And these are also, according to them, uh, it gives emotional control that even though you are very angry already at a certain situation, you still have you know, the control uh, to be you know, calm and chill. So those are the prefrontal cortex. Most, most especially in the area of for future-oriented activities, that includes planning, uh, which is why this is an, uh, usually, 25 above is where we say, nga uh, nabotan na. No? Uh, gikan sa uh, teenage na life that is very erratic and sometimes rebellious. During this age, uh, there is a certain stability that somehow we can see to people because of prefrontal cortex so, in other words, future uh, oriented activities, you are now pr- prone to doing the delayed gratification instead of you know always being in an instant. no, I want everything to be instant. Uh, there is a social experiment which many of you have already uh, seen where there are chocolates in uh, placed in front of a child, and uh, one who's doing the experiment would say, um, "Don't eat the chocolate." wait for five minutes and I will double the chocolate. So other children would, um, you know, right away grab the, the chocolate for uh, instant satisfaction or others would wait for a little while but then could not bear it anymore and would eat the chocolate. But according to them, those who are displaying delayed gratification are usually the ones who will... Um, Succeed or most likely to succeed in life. And it is during the full-blown um, of our prefrontal cortex where we are more on the future instead of the now. So what I'm saying is probably those people in the Philippines who received money and at the same time voted according to the money that they received. Probably completo ang prefrontal cortex, I mean. But then we know that it's not only 25 below who are doing that, but there are even people who are, you know, at the mature age who are doing that. So we really see that is not really just about you know, scientific prefrontal context, but it is really innate in us that we want to do something that gratifies our flesh, which is sin. You know? We want this now, even though in the future I will suffer. And yes, for the past week, many of the Filipinos are enjoying the fruits of gikamangan, But then this week, I'm not sure for the next six years, I am also not sure if they will be enjoying uh, this satisfaction that they are doing or experiencing now. But just before you point your fingers to them, and in saying that these people really are, you know, um, doing, you know, sinful things. We can also see that in the area of Christianity, as we push this further, we also have a tendency to look at the things that are in the now, the instant satisfaction in the now, and then declare it or make a declaration that this is uh, a spiritual blessing that is coming from the Lord. Let me uh, give to you an example. Many Christians consider a person blessed or the word blessed when there is a concrete and tangible indication that somehow he has uh, upgraded whatever it is that is within him. An example of that, we consider usually when a person is accepted for a job, we say, you are truly blessed brother or sister. When a person gets promoted, we say, oh, the blessing of the Lord is on you. When there is uh, when somebody has found their partner in life and is now engaged to that person, you say you are blessed, brother or sister, for finding such and such a person. If there is financial increase, we declare, oh, the Lord's blessing is upon you when there is material you know, wealth that is happening to a person, we say, oh, you are truly blessed. Now, I see two potential problems with this somehow definition or thinking of blessing. First, if this will be our only definition of blessings, then we have dangerously departed from the scriptures because it's kulang very kulang. And to think that that is only the definition of blessing, then my friends, we are probably deceived. Second, if this, will, if this view will not be balanced by the understanding of the psalmist in Psalm 97, verse 2, and in Psalm 37, verse 35, that material and financial wealth can also be a curse that comes from the Lord, then indeed we have been spiritually deceived. Diba, isn't it that when somebody experiences something that we see somehow tangible? that uh, there is an upgrade of his life, we say that indeed, he has been blessed. But then we have not yet tested if that increase, wealth financially or materially in that person is truly coming from the Lord because it can be a curse according to the psalmist. So that is what we will be looking into this morning as we understand or as we will study all the more, blessing. what do the Lord or the Scripture, Paul says, when somebody is blessed, when we are blessed, how can we be blessed? Are there things that we need to ask more from the Lord so that we will be more blessed? So those are the things that we want to understand in these three verses Uh, that we will be studying so blessings I looked into dictionary definitions Uh, popular definition is something that is conducive for happiness or welfare again this can be misunderstood completely misunderstood by people and is severely lacking when it comes to the biblical understanding of what blessing is so so Many, many of us are asking favor in our business. You know, the right gal, the right guy, the kinds of favor from God because somehow we think that it is conducive for our happiness or for, for our welfare. Again, if not placed in the lens of the biblical understanding of blessing, again, these brothers can be very dangerous. So what makes Christian different Christians' understanding and definition of blessings from others. How do we define blessings? What do we really mean when we say, Bless us, O Lord. So let's look into the words blessing. In the Old Testament, two words that would come out. The words Barak and Esher. Barak and Esher. Barak came out from Genesis, especially chapter 1, when the Lord says, uh, I will bless you, go into the world and multiply. And in Genesis chapter 12, where God also says to um, Abraham that I will bless you and you will be a blessing. It can mean to praise or to show favor. The Lord's favor is upon Abraham. The Lord's favor is upon Noah. The word Esher is translated as happy or happiness for those who love and fear the Lord. Happy is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. Blessed is the man who walks not in uh, the counsel of the ungodly but his uh, his desire is in the Lord where he meditates upon God's word day and night happy blessed in um, the English uh, or in the Greek language two words also uh, would come out from the word blessing it is the words makario o giologio ngalan pod niya ni usahay atong mga lulu. I don't know if there is somebody here who's named Macario or Yolohio, but my father-in-law is named Macario. Macario It's actually, uh, name is blessing. You know? Makarios is also translated as happy in the Beatitudes. You know? uh, blessed are you if you are persecuted. Blessed is the meek uh, uh, Macarios that is happy. Again, connected with the word Esher, for those who love and fear the Lord. Eulogio is focused on a good report. So, a blessed report that was heard by Paul when these church are doing things that are glorifying to the Lord. There's a good report that others, others give to someone. Which is why during the time when there is a, um, uh, a death of a loved one, what do we usually do at the end part of the service? We do the eulogy. Eulogy. We say something... A good to that person. Um, when you look at Eulogio, it is not done for the people who are dead, but for those who are alive. So if you want to encourage somebody with good words, do it now. Don't wait until they are dead. But when we sum it up, I would say that blessings, biblical blessing, is a declaration, can be a declaration or end, an experience of goodwill and happiness that comes from God and are intended for God's purposes. Intended for God's purposes. But there are things here that we need to qualify like an experience of goodwill or happiness is sometimes uh, or oftentimes not what the world ex- uh, expects it to be. Why? Why? Because in Matthew chapter 5, Jesus said, Blessed are you if you are persecuted. Isn't it? How can a persecuted life be a life of happiness and goodwill? What James says, Count it all joy when you experience trials in life. And that includes being persecuted by people. If it comes, if it is allowed, and if it comes From the Lord intended for God's purposes. And this second part is also very important. Because every time we declare that we have a blessing that comes from the Lord, the qualifier should be, is that intended for the purposes of God? Or is it something that you desire only? Thinking that it might help you in your life or you might have more money, more material wealth or more for me. So there is a big qualifier there when it comes to biblical blessing. Now let's look at this more in the life of Paul because we will be looking into his words as well uh, as we continue. So let's look at the background of what we have heard last week. When we when we uh, listen to the preaching, uh, especially to the life of Paul, so Paul was a Pharisee. We know all this already, who has a high social status, respected in the community, to a Christ follower where he became persecuted and even abandoned by society. Um, so a few long of his life. Second is Paul sent a circulating letters. Letter to the believers primarily in Asia Minor and Europe, but um, somehow there is an implication there that this letter of the Ephesians should reach the different places where there are believers and there are churches of the Lord Jesus Christ. And as he was, you know, writing or where he wrote this letter is in a prison in Rome. While he was in prison, he was writing this letter, a letter of declaration of God's grace and blessing. Can you imagine that? And the prison that they have before are not the same with our prisons today. Usually, it's in catacombs or caves that are very dark, very smelly probably, we don't know, but it's worse. Imagine also the book of Philippians is a book where, or a letter where Paul wrote it in prison and he was declaring joy and happiness even in Christ, even in prison. Can you imagine that, my dear brothers and sisters? Lastly, his desire, he desires that the faithful, by grace, to be encouraged by again the wonderful grace of God and we studied that last week so in response to this how what are the things that we can observe in the life of Paul on how he viewed blessings so according to Paul's life blessings no they are not a matter of personal comfort but an accomplishment of God's intention so whether Paul is in a bed of roses or in the uh, stone somewhere there in his prison, his focus was the you know, accomplishment of God's intention, not on personal comfort, which is why he can preach about blessings, which is why he declared in this verse of a complete kind of blessing that every believer has received. Number two, according to Paul's life, we see that blessings are not a matter of material abundance, but a propagation of the gospel. You know, his desire of you know, preaching the Lord Jesus Christ led him to renounce everything that he has. Pharisees are actually rich, you know. But be- because of his desire to serve the Lord, he left all of that and became a slave, a doulos, of the Lord Jesus Christ, and he goes wherever the Lord brings him, regardless if it's comfortable or not. And number three, according to Paul's life, blessings are not a matter of earthly accolades. The praises that you receive because of the person who that person is, uh, is, uh, who is that declaring something, but it is on the accomplished work of the Lord Jesus Christ at the cross. So it's not about, oh, I'm going to serve the Lord if I have a certain reputation. It's not about that, but it's really about the accomplished work of the Lord Jesus Christ at the cross. And we see that very vivid in the life of Paul. But more important this morning, we will look into Paul's words on what it really meant for him when he says these, this word, blessing. Let's again read Ephesians 1 verses 1 to 3. According to Paul's words, he says this, Paul, an apostle of Christ, by the will of God, to God's holy people in Ephesus, the faithful in Christ Jesus, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. We talked about this last Sunday. But verse 3, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. Every spiritual blessing in Christ. And see here, brothers and sisters, has blessed. It's in the past tense that every believer of the Lord Jesus Christ has received Every spiritual blessing that comes from Christ uh, just a little trivia here in the Greek language verses 3 to 14 is written actually uh, most of the scholars would agree one sentence lang na ang verses 3 to 14 and if you are uh, an English teacher and mo pass paper si Paul you would probably tell Paul to, can you break this sentence into several sentences for it to be understood all the more? But then as I I read through and I looked into some of our scholars, trusted scholars, one of the realizations that I have also uh, made was in the area of Paul's emphasis on the Trinitarian aspect of God. So you see in verses 3 to 14 Trinitarian thumbprints in this long sentence of Paul the Father through the Lord Jesus Christ and in verse 14 the sealing and the guarantee of the Holy Spirit that is working in harmony because that is who our God is a triune God. It is the Father that blesses us in Jesus Christ through the sealing and the guarantee of the Holy Spirit so in this every spiritual blessing kay naamangoy mga kristohanon nga moingon wala pagyuggoy bless ni Lord you know probably there are many of you who are asking for many things for a long period of time already and because you have not received it yet in a tangible manner, you would say, wala pagyud ko, gi bless ni Lord. But the Bible tells us, contrary to that kind of a belief, if you are, by grace, made faithful in Christ. So two things, brothers and sisters, blessings according to Paul's words. One, God's blessing in, blessings in Christ are exclusive and inclusive, exclusive, and inclusive. What do I mean when I say exclusive and inclusive? First, God's blessing in Christ are exclusive to those who are by grace made faithful in Christ. Kay Maumani ang letter is intended for those who are made faithful in Christ by grace has every spiritual blessings, complete spiritual blessings in the heavenly realms. So it is exclusive, but at the same time, inclusive to all nations who will have this saving relationship and this Lord relationship with our Lord Jesus Christ. Regardless of race, whether you are black, white, yellow, or red, not politically, or, but probably in your skin, or even if it is in your teeth. There is no you know, discrimination to anyone who has Christ as their Lord and Savior of their life. Which is why when Paul arrived in Rome, which is where he again wrote this letter, one of the themes that he is always preaching to the people there in Rome is found in Acts 28.28. 28. He says this to the Romans. Therefore, I want you to know that, that God's salvation has been sent to the Gentiles, non-Jews, and they will listen. God's blessings in Christ. Are exclusively available to those who, by grace through faith, uh, committed their lives to the Lord Jesus Christ and have repented of their sins. And at the same time, it is inclusive, regardless of your the color of your skin or tambok, baka niwang baka or unsaman imong in life. The second aspect of blessings according to uh, Paul's words, is that God's blessing in Christ through the Spirit are spiritually complete. Komplito na naigsoon ang panalangin na imong nadawat kung tininood gayod ang imuhang relasyon diha kang ginoong Jesus. Let me read it again. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. I cannot you know, emphasize this enough, but those who have Christ in their life are completely blessed in all aspects of your life. Now, what about financially, pastor? Lagan man miyo, kulang man amung kwarta. Gaproblema man amung negosyo. Di man kaapas sa amuang panginahang lanon. Brothers and sisters, that is why the book of Philippians is written by Paul. And there is the favorite verse there Nato couple of verses, Philippians chapter 4, where Paul says, I have learned the secret of being content whether in plenty or in nothingness. Wala! Kawad on. Paul declares our favorite verse, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 4.13 Kana nga verse, Dili na siya mo pamaayon ni mo magbasketball. Naapoy o saka magwawali nga. Muatubang daw ka sa samin. Imo daw ng balik-balikon. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Mahimo kong doktor! I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Balik-balikon daw na nimo, Matinood. Uy, magic. Brothers and sisters in the Lord, the context of those declaration by Paul is in the area of earthly contentment. That even through nothingness, or even through plenty, Paul was able to learn to be contented. He has learned it by the grace of God. And this is for him blessings. It does not affect his joy in the Lord. It doesn't affect the way he serves the Lord. And it doesn't affect his faithfulness to the Lord. He continues to run the race of faith even through many obstacles in life because completo naman hang blessing we are completely blessed can you say that to your seatmates you are completely blessed again the qualifier here my friends are those who are made faithful by grace In the Lord Jesus Christ. Colossians 2 verses 9 to 10 also declares this. For in Christ, in Him, the fullness of deity dwells in bodily form and in Him, you have been what? Made complete. You have been made complete. Of course, there will be an area where we need to grow in maturity and our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. But because our Christ is complete, Jesus is Lord of all. He is great, majestic, and all we need comes from Him. Completo na ang atong gikinahanglan, What we need, and those are blessings ni Lord for us to grow in our love so that we can glorify the Father in heaven. Brothers and sisters, Sayun ragyod ang pulong sa ginoo this morning and it tells us that God's blessing, blessings in Christ are complete in every believer of the Lord Jesus Christ. Complete. So we must never say, pagyugon na panalanginan sa ginoo Kulang ang panalangin sa ginoo kung ikaw tinuod nga tumutuog nagasalig kang ginooong Jesus. Because what you have received is something that the world is not capable of doing. The forgiveness of your sins. The eternal salvation of your soul. The adoption into God's family. You, you were a rebel, now you are called a child of the Lord, of Jesus Christ. The changes, the transformation that we experience every day because of the grace of God is just an amazing thing that no other psychology in this world or self-help books can ever compare to the kind of transformation that the Holy Spirit brings to a believer of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, a couple of days ago, like many of you who grew up in a Christian family, you know, at an early age, you na memorize John 3.16. Psalms 23, 1-6, The Lord is my shepherd, memorize. In fact, there was a um, competition at our school, public school when I was grade 1. Nakadaog yug ko kay Psalm 23, 1 to 6 ako ang gisaysay. Daog ko kay ang mga other nga reliyon. Wa may na-memorize. Daghan kayo. Kuntes pa sa Sunday school. Padaghanay og verses. But you know, my friends, those things are just words. No? Kapila na to na-memorize. Ako, but there is one point in my life where the verses in John 3.16 became real in my life because of the grace of God. And that John 3.16 made me cry like a baby. Because that was the time when God's Word became real in my life and the other person said it too. Yes, Psalm 23, 1 to 6, memorize. But then the truth of that is never understood and never lived out unless the Holy Spirit and the grace of God resides in that person. And this is the wonderful gift of God. Blessings that those who are made faithful in the Lord Jesus Christ have already experienced and received. That is complete, my friends. And please, don't ever say those words again. Nga wala bless sa gino'o. Or kulang ang blessing sa gino'o. Because biblical blessings have been given complete, a package, a gift, to those who are made faithful in the Lord Jesus Christ. To God be the glory. Can we, re- can we give God a round of applause? Brothers and sisters, let us pray. We thank you, Lord, for your amazing words of truth. Thank you for your grace, for your love. Indeed, O oh Lord, we don't deserve all of these things, but you gave it to us nonetheless. You have called us and you have allowed us to experience your word. And this word, O Lord, has changed us. And We thank You. We praise You. For allowing us to experience the complete grace, gift, blessings in the Lord Jesus Christ. Probably, O Lord, there are some people who are here this morning who have not yet truly understood what this means. Father, I implore you right now that your Holy Spirit will work in their lives. I pray, O Lord, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ will make sense to them because your Holy Spirit is changing them. I pray, O Lord, that you will minister to them. I pray, O Lord, that we as a church will be able to reach out to them and to the people around us through the gospel. That we will continue to live a life of a person that is completely blessed. Not anymore looking into our own personal comfort or financial gain. But regardless of those whether in plenty or in want, we will continue to serve you faithfully. We will declare your gospel, your words of truth to the people around us. We will live out a life that will glorify our Father in heaven. We praise you and we thank you. We bless you, O Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.